0: Welcome back to the Centered and Sent podcast. I'm your host, David Simfoukwe, and we're still living our lives Jesus-centered and Jesus-sent. Today, I'm actually going to be the one talking about Acts chapter 9, uh, one of the most pivotal points of the Bible, which was Saul's conversion to Paul. Saul used to persecute a lot of Christians. He ordered the killing of many Christians and just outright hated them. Uh, But on the road to Damascus, where he was going to do more evil acts, He was met by Jesus himself and that's when his conversion began. Uh, I say this is the most pivotal because without this conversion we wouldn't have gotten half of the New Testament because Paul was the one who wrote the letters to the uh, different churches so we got Ephesians, Colossians, uh, Romans, 1st and 2nd, Thessalonians, you know, stuff like that. Um, I'm sure God would have found a different way to get them written but we still want to give credit where credit is due. Um uh, so anyway, here is our discussion on Acts chapter nine. We're gonna start off with some wins for the week. Enjoy and God bless. Pretty good. Pretty good, think, um, Does anybody have a win for this week?
1: And um, something that they're working on? We have like wins and then we have something that you know, wins are basically something that God has made you overcome or something happened that's good and then um, something that you're working on, or something that you had a hard time with, dealing with.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think. I think. Me, honestly, I think even um, through struggles, it's like you're still able to,
3: that is still faithful.
2: Because I honestly, like, I feel just weird.
1: That's the same one. Um, Romans eight eighteen. your meditation. Ooh, yeah. That's your cup of tea. Romans eight eighteen. Meditate on that and grasp it. That's what I meditate on, and then um, I try to grasp it. And it gives me joy. Anybody else? Honestly, do not grow weary. Like. I can testify to that i ne- well i do grow weary but then i get out of it because i pray and i ask the holy spirit to refresh me that's what i would say i was like refresh your oh lord like remind me of you know like how to be thankful for my current situation that's what i do and that's basically what happens yeah no yeah like, give me a different perspective new mind that's what the bible says renew your mind and that's the reason why he tells us to renew our mind because sometimes we forget and then we get stuck in our emotions and stuff so yeah
4: uh, one major win, mm-hmm. like, really, like, seeing something for all the things I've been doing. Like, after doing, you scared doing so much for people, you're not seeing anything visible. Mm-hmm. It's really coming out of that, that that's a game for you. It, it can make you real frustrated, and then it's like, i so focused on everything around me. Instead of what God was putting in my heart to do, mm-hmm. I'm looking at how other people just don't care. Like growing up in a family where everything is so separate. Mm-hmm. And me, I'm in the process of trying to break that. And it, it, I grow rare people in my ill, you don't know, have kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when my nephew let me know, like, oh, I like you. I like you the most out of here, i like, you don't want say that. Like, you are, you are my favorite. No. And then they all cheering along with me like, that's what I do it for. Nice. So they can know some of the love.
5: That's,
1: what's That's awesome. I mean, it does kind of make you feel better whenever you, um. so that means your love language is words of affirmation. Like when somebody's cheering you on, it does kind of feel a little bit better. Like. Yeah. You know, to see that they're acknowledging you.
4: Yeah, versus like when like people just expect you to do what you do. Mm Mhm. They don't. You're not grateful. They feel like this is your doing. That's true. So that's why I really bond the kids better. They, they're more grateful. That's good.
6: That's
3: good. Anybody else? I was trying to think Mm -hmm. of one, and I think the only one i can really come up with (laughs) is just being here with all of you guys Mm -hmm. um when we heard about grandma you know like having a stroke and everything uh there was a lot of anxiety like for me and and just like in the whole house Mm -hmm. um, because it was just like you know i kept wishing i should have called her more and stuff like Mm -hmm. that like i was fearful Mm-hmm. But then I didn't expect. Not gonna lie, I guess I was kind of preparing myself for the worst. Mm-hmm. But I didn't expect, you know, for her to be recovering so quickly. And then also just the bonus of like feeling so comfortable and like at peace and like connected mm-hmm. with like you all here. So.
1: Oh, I mean, yeah, that's good. That's good. Ah, uh,
6: David, do, do you have any ones? Yeah. What is that for? Yeah. You know, I got some.
1: Why you always trying to come over here? You know, I got some. Ain't no point of asking me when I always got
4: some. <laughs> yeah, can I respond can I to you what she, Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, basically, like, uh, when you got that moment of revelation, like, seeing that she could be taken away and you came in, like, that just Something to wake you up. I'm real distant myself. But like, you had like when you just, not as close to word at the beginning, mm-hmm. but it's like when you get those moments that you might lose someone, mm-hmm. it, it, it teaches you to really acknowledge their presence and show appreciation. Mhm. hundred
3: oh, percent. Yeah. That's cool.
1: Well, one of the biggest things that the Holy Spirit was teaching me this whole week, um, it, it was just in a little thing because, like, sometimes it's the same thing. I always miss it. I call it the miss. I miss it because, like, I'm always expecting something extra struggle and something big. Like, when God says, I'm going to give you something, we measure things into, like, a big portion, and we give it ourselves. I'm, type- I'm like that, you know. But one of the biggest things that he was reminding me is, like, um, you know, getting the preschool job and stuff. Like, at least getting that job, you know. And I noticed that I don't qualify for it, but yet I can get that position as an entry to become a teacher and then that's gonna that that will motivate me but the whole process was like it reminded me of a prophetic word that one of the prophetic people say that some of this stuff you get don't qualify for it but you're gonna find favor and one of the biggest things i've found is like i have favor you know men like among men a lot that's the word of god like you find favor among. i'll stand before men not i'll stand before kings not men so and that has always been my thing and i've always found favor Everywhere I go, like everywhere I go, like even, <laughs> even um, the, a few days ago, my boss texted me. He's like, "Well, the wife," and then she was like, "Um, are you still coming?" Because I thought I was going to come. <laughs> so they were like, "Oh, are you still coming?" You know, and then they always give me favor because other people can leave. For me, I can stay as long as I want. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I can leave whenever I want. However, however much money I want, I can stay. That's how good it is over there. Like, everybody else, they're like, oh, you have to leave, you have to leave, you have to leave. But for me, when I try to tell them, can I leave? They're like, oh, if you want to stay, you can stay. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they say. If you want to stay, you can stay. So I always leave when I want to.
4: Huh? I just wanted to bring up the scripture that uh, Mm kind of speaks on what you're saying. I think it's Proverbs chapter 16, verse 7. I think it's 16, verse 7. When the Lord delights in a man's ways, mm-hmm. he causes his enemies to uh, make peace
6: with him. <laughs> and, like,
4: if you carry yourself in a certain way, mm-hmm. you gain favor. Yeah, that's true.
6: Thank
1: you. Probably what? Sorry. I've never heard it before, but I just never, like, completed you to do
5: it. 16 7. Sixteen, seven. 16
1: Yeah, I felt it in my spirit, but, like, it touched my heart. It says when the lord takes pleasure in anyone in any anyone's way he causes their enemies to make peace with them yeah that's true because like it like it's so funny even in everything that i do it's like everything that i do i, I mean i've always been kind of like that but this time i'm like paying attention does that make sense like i'm paying attention to the little details and i was just like because sometimes i expect things and then what i did was because i was like the preschool job, yes, it is on the table, and um, you know it is for grabs. And you know I got it, but at the same time I was kind of psyching myself. I'm like, well, then I don't want to drive all the way that way. And then I was like, I will take a lesser pay just to walk across the street. Doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, remember I told you that I got the interview for the other school, and oh, then yeah, for the other school, they didn't call me back. Like I gave them everything else, they didn't call me back, and I. It was just one of the schools over here, oh. and then I knew it was the hand of God, because I was like, how come I'm always stuck somewhere? <laughs> oh, you, 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 you got like, the Jewish? Yeah, so, yeah, that one. But I'm always stuck somewhere, and I was like, I couldn't get one over here, so. It's like a territory. You yeah, it's like too. God just makes me stay, even if I don't want to stay, he makes me stay, because the lady refused, she's like, oh, um, we don't want you to go. You know what can we do do you want anything what <laughs> i was like wow she's like i don't want to lose you and i was like uh you got so many people in your thing and you want me to stay i didn't think i was that important like you know you don't know because people yeah. look so busy and they don't like they care mm-hmm. but understanding just because somebody's not paying attention doesn't mean that you're not valuable doesn't make sense so and that's the thing that i understood from that it was just like it's the hidden details and the lady was like, please don't go. Like, <laughs> like she said that. Hey, that's yeah. like the
4: same thing I just spoke on, like mm-hmm. getting those little clues of appreciation. Apprecii- yeah, it's like
1: gratitude in every area of my life. So that's what I'm grateful for. Um, and I was trying to look past it because of my, you know, wanting something different. Like what I want is what I want. But like the Bible says, men can plan their ways, but God orders their steps. So and that's basically what happened. And I think it's a good thing for me was it's kinda like at first I was kinda like thinking about like how I'm gonna drive there but it's in between it's a part time so it's only four hours a day so I'm I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Just go. Thanks.
6: Yes.
1: Yeah. it?
3: No. Uh, uh, sorry, sure. yeah, yeah.
1: So mm-hmm. that's my win like just uh appreciating God in little hidden moments. Oh, congrats.
6: congrats
1: thank you thank you You're a teacher I know, I'm a teacher now. <laughs> <laughs> Never, nobody would have thought that. That's like, I'm qualified. I mean, I have a degree, but the, you need so many qualifications just oh, to yeah, get something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Well, Technically, you're I supposed think.
3: to have a teacher's license. I know.
1: <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm sure they're going to probably make me get it. Your license. Yeah, they're probably going to make me because they give you like, uh, what is it? I think it's like one year. They called the, it's called the one year something something. I forgot what the lady was explaining to you me know, something. Yeah. And then you take it within a year.
0: So you can start the job and then get the license well, while you're teaching. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Because I have qualification as a substitute teacher.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So. Everything just went like doo-doo-doo, acceleration.
6: Doo-doo-doo.
1: I mean, it's it's not of money, but it's something. <laughs> yeah. Actually it's better than other schools because other people don't pay that much money.
4: Yeah, I say that all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. They
1: don't get paid. But somebody was making fun of me, they're like, You gonna spend your money on um buy supplies for stuff? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like 30% of the stuff that you're going to do is basically buying supplies because you get so excited and then and you just, just buy. keep on buying. <laughs>
2: so. Oh yeah, I get the
4: connection with the students. you trying to help them. Yeah. And, them and more like
6: Is
1: it those, the same kids that you No, no this time it's the babies. Oh, the babies. it's not the... uh uh-huh. Yeah, no, they can't give me um, the mm-hmm. ones that need to be... Because you know, I don't have experience. <laughs> they can't give me those. They gave me babies.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're that's
1: basically what it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever it is, it's as long as I put
4: baby, my foot in there. <laughs> in there. <laughs>
1: yeah, as long as I put my foot in there, I'm here.
0: Babysitting.
4: But I still boy. um
1: get to substitute and teach other grades. That's mm-hmm. all pre-K is,
4: though. Yeah. They can.
1: And the kids are really yeah. lazy, to so listen. Yeah, then fourth graders or second graders or first graders. Yeah, pre-K and kindergarten. So, yeah, that's about yeah. it. That's my win. Out of yeah. nowhere, suddenly That's what it's called, suddenly Out of my dreams, it's not even part of my plans I don't know what God is doing But I'm excited about it it's yeah. <laughs> <remember>. When
4: Cornelius <laughs> Huh? When Cornelius, oh You're talking about Cornelius, Did he wake up Or oh, did no, he just have a dream
1: Oh, on that oh, part. No, it,
4: But it was Peter oh, yeah. He didn't plan anything really. He was the person that uh, woke up and he, Cause he yeah, from the dream, and then God put him on the sun. Mm-hmm. But he mm-hmm.
1: I mean, some of the stuff is like we may try to like some of the stuff. It's not like God can tell us all the details. It is in the details because it's so funny. Like when I did the when I wanted to do the online teaching. Remember, mm-hmm. I wanted to do it so bad, and I kept on failing. If I told you how many how many, how many times I failed like, I'm going to do the grammar, I was like, this is stupid, and when she explained the clues, I was like, oh, that's what you meant, because I didn't understand the English, what you're saying, so, yeah. <laughs> and, and,
6: and,
1: and I couldn't get it, and then, the lady was like, literally, I think she literally kind of uh, canceled me off on that part, like, she didn't give me a second chance or anything, because she's like, you don't even know what this is, oh. but I was like, I didn't understand what she was saying, like, she didn't explain it right, like, so I didn't understand, questions? yeah, the question, when she interviewed me, so, that part, I felt,
3: oh, this is an interview, mm-hmm. oh, okay, mm-hmm.
1: This time I didn't get an interview. No interview, nothing. <laughs> <And they just laughs> oh, <offered laughs> just Yeah, yeah. never. <laughs> that place was like, I was like, is this a school? For but <laughs> it's a private school. It's just that because of coronavirus, you know, they kind of got confused. They didn't know what to do. So they were like, oh, 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 yeah.
4: So nah, yeah. but I've been to private school. Huh? They barely teach you anything. Like a free, a free diploma. <laughs>
2: What? I wish I no, they teach. They yeah. teach. We do They do depend call. they call your yeah. parents or anything, too. You don't turn in your assignment. Email. Right, right
4: to your parents. I know one of them
1: I went to. K through 12. No, they do not teach. And and,
0: and you? Hmm? What do you got to? Well, I guess two things. Um, I am glad that grandma is okay. That's that's a win. Mm-hmm. Um. I went to see her yesterday. Um, it is very sad to see her in that state because I was trying. It's weird. It's funny because I was trying to leave, but then, uh, you know, kept going back and forth. Uh, she kept asking me questions, like, oh, is I'm in the car. And I'm like, no, I came alone because I came alone mm-hmm. and went to the house. And, and she, she asked me again? Yeah, she was looking for you too, um, thinking that I came with you guys. Oh. Um, it was like a state of confusion, I think. But but then, you know, I said, I love you, bye. But it, it's good to see her looking better, I guess. Um, and the second one is kind of about me. It's uh, not a win, per se. It's more of a... Uh, what is it? A hold back? Can I say that? I wouldn't say it's a hold back. It's more like a, a challenge? I, I, I guess you call it a challenge. Because I found out that I actually won't be... I won't be getting promoted as soon as I want to
6: mm-hmm.
0: only because they just haven't found anyone to fill my position mm-hmm. and if I were to leave my position right now there would there mm-hmm. just won't be anyone to do it mm-hmm. um, There were there, we have two people but meet. they're gonna
1: give you some money kay? no <laughs> but, okay no no here's, here's, what the, <laughs> <I know. laughs> here's,
0: here's what the plan is though mm-hmm. the plan is mostly to they offered someone a job and uh, that person is gonna get hired and well, they offered. I don't know if they're gonna get hired. Um, it's up to that person. But when that person gets hired, I then start training them into the job. And while I'm training them, that's when my transition starts. Mm. So I'm waiting for that. Also,
1: you're waiting for a person to come in and yes. take a position. Yeah. Um, I well, mean, it's not. Well,
0: no? that's the thing, though. There is somebody they offered. So I'm just waiting. I don't know what the background is of that right now. Okay. Yeah. So um, that's what I said. I, I the reason why I'm you know stifled is because I'm like okay, I won't. How be, does that uh, make you feel though? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I won't. I won't be promoted as quickly as I want to be. Therefore, I need to find other avenues of making money, which is now pushing me to find another job.
1: Okay, um, another job. Or as so, in, like uh, so a, a, a
0: second, yeah, a second. I thought you, just going not work with me. I know, I know, I know, I know, I <laughs> know. But that—that's what this two past two weeks have basically been about. Is if you
1: gotta start working
0: jumping, with me and getting hold, hold you can say that, but. That's I have to enjoy it. Right? I'm, I'm sorry. You going to enjoy I it, like you, you say that but No 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 I, no
1: I'm saying like my boss is so cool. Like you like people who are very like you know how you talk you guys talk about gyms and stuff like that. And yeah. then like eating and stuff like that. You would enjoy him. Like he's he's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> <I see. laughs> like you enjoy him because he's very kinda of like, like he's always like you know those gym people that are yeah. like always talking the whole time and then try to sell you stuff. That's how my boss
0: is. Gotcha. I mean, um, that is an That's option. Not cool. <laughs> either, either way, the fundamental is that I need to find something else. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been looking online. I might take you up on your offer. It's just way too early in the morning, honestly. But you'll be it's, it's just, I know, I know. But the fundamental is it's pushing me to do that so that I can start preparing better for my future because, you know, whatever I have planned doesn't matter. It's whatever God has planned, planned for yeah. me. Right. So.
3: I think it's like the hardest thing to deal with is just like being patient things I wanted to do by now, like, I'm 24 years old, Uh, I would have expected myself to have graduated, I would have expected myself to, like, have a job, a career, um, or at least start my career, Mm -hmm. but I feel like I keep falling behind, almost, Mm. so I just have to remind myself that, like, God has a plan, he hasn't forgotten about me, Uh and uh, I just have to be patient, and trust him, I think that's the hardest part, is trusting Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's so true. That is so true. I think that's what auntie was telling me last time. <laughs> she was like, I think God is teaching you how to be patient. Because I am quick, quick. <laughs> like, I'm just, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. And I hate being um, sidetracked in the things that I don't want to be in. And I find myself, the things that I don't want to be in is the things I find myself in. Then I know it's not me. It's just God transitioning that. I think it's a taste of character because you're like, at this time, I need this, 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 this. Cause me, I see myself there and then like, I might aim up here and then I find myself there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, huh. <laughs> it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I aim high. Mm-hmm. Then I fall, maybe I might aim for A plus and I end up with a B minus. Let's just say that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So I'm like, oh my God. Yeah.
0: Funny, cause speaking of plans, that's what I'm going to be speaking about in Acts 9. So Oh,
2: cool. Yeah. Ooh, can I share my dream? yeah okay. but all of you guys look like Trump I'm sorry but I think this view I don't know what it means That's just,
1: but in this view, you have things to purchase over here yeah. you got <laughs> Philip. you got David, you got me maybe like can try, <laughs> <laughs> <You> can try. <laughs>
2: where it was a group like a I don't know if it was a, it was like a what do they call inauguration? It? not no,
7: inauguration electoral was, call election meeting?
2: no where they speak
3: they
7: go
2: and debate?
3: Oh this is when they find out the results. Of the okay. election. It was a
2: group okay, oh yeah you know how he he goes and speaks Oh to rally. Rally's rally yeah. So w- it was like at this la- rally mm-hmm. but I think it was close to like, election day which was kind of, it was weird. But we're at this rally. it was at this rally and um every time like Trump was speaking, right? Mm-hmm. And then when somebody tried to speak bad to them, I don't know what happened. It was just like the shift of like the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit was there. Mm-hmm. It was like mm-hmm. the shift of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Whenever somebody tried to talk back to them, they actually started speaking in tongues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was just like at that day, the Holy Spirit was just like that place was just filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it was just the pouring out. People were speaking in tongues. They were speaking in tongues. Wow. And after that, I woke up. <laughs> it Sounds like the
1: day of, like, um, <laughs> remember I was telling you the the day of election, like some celebration was going on. So, I think something's gonna happen. Because everybody's talking about November 3rd 1st, a lot. I mean, November 3rd a lot. Like, a lot of people have had dreams about that day, mm-hmm. like prophetically, they have. So, it's cool. Mm-hmm. I like a revelation. It's awesome. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I was like, yeah, when you talk bad. It was just like, I don't know, the Holy Ghost is just you. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and then that person started talking, and <laughs> it's like, their mouths
1: will be turned.
2: That, I remember that guy. When I woke up, I actually remember the video you said, when that man was speaking, the black man. The, yeah, the black man. Yeah.
1: yeah. The cool thing about that is, like, you know, um, the Bible talk about, like, you know, the story of, um, who is that? The prophet that, well, not the prophet. He's the prophet. He was called the prophet in the book. But he told to, he was told to curse Israel. Remember? And He's like, I cannot yeah. curse what the Lord has blessed. <laughs>
7: mm-hmm. oh,
6: yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah so it was so funny you know that guy was saying that anything I, I cannot curse what the lord has blessed in the in sense um yeah so no man can curse what the lord has blessed what the lord has decreed no man can put us under if god has said it you know mm-hmm. nobody can say anything no matter how many votes people vote and stuff like that
6: mm-hmm.
1: you know it's just with influence the, in a sense of like we have to decide but God has already repeat destiny. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. So, what? So, okay. Never mind, I'm gonna talk about false. <laughs>
3: <That's just laughs> <interesting. laughs> I am curious about your dream, though. Um, so you said they would, was it when they spoke badly about Trump? Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. So, when a person spoke, I saw three people. But like when every time that one person, because everybody else was speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like the pouring out. But when a person like came at the rally that somebody who spoke bad, mm-hmm. it was just like. The spirit coming home. home. And home. Trump is at
3: this rally. Mm-hmm. Interesting. yeah.
1: No, there were so many prophetic people talking about Trump. I didn't even, you know, know that he's gonna win. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew from the get to go. Like I didn't even know this man. All I heard was Trump in my. In the sound of the wave. And I found out who it was, I was like, Oh, this is the man that God was talking about. You know? God does not look from the outside. He looks to the heart.
6: Sorry. Let's just move on.
1: <laughs> okay, guys, we're gonna move on. <laughs> okay, so do you have a win? Uh oh. Um, oh all right.
7: I was
6: about to say um, a a win, or
7: you know, um, you know. No, I don't think so. I mean, Yeah, I am not. Uh, right now, literally, I'm just thinking about the uh, the yeah, palm trees. Like, no, the palm trees. The foliage. The <laughs> leaves. Yeah. I'm like trying to figure out how to cut those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm like okay, I can figure that out later. Yeah,
3: yeah, like, they mm. need water too. But, yeah. Yeah,
0: the fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad has some. I don't know. I uh, just grab something.
3: I feel like I didn't notice them. What? Like, yes. oh, no. <laughs> I know you had trees out there,
0: but yeah. I didn't see specifically. Palm trees?
6: Yes, that's yeah. fine. The
3: palm trees. The yeah. short ones, right? They're short. Yeah, not too big. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was not looking down <laughs> That's funny. That's cute. I thought they were just normal trees. No. <laughs> <laughs> like evergreen.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seen
3: <Seating> everywhere.
1: Um, <coughs> Henry, do you have any wins?
5: No. No wins.
1: Hmm. No wins. Anything that you're grateful for?
4: Oh. Uh.
0: That was work so far. You like it? Yeah. Now, do you like? it? <laughs> <laughs> we asked him earlier uh, when he first started. Do you like it? But then yeah, so.
5: everything is good. You're good. Yeah. I'm gonna start working from home, so uh, mm.
0: full time, like from home.
5: Mm. Yeah, full time. Um, but not all all of the time. No. Uh, like not when much. going to the site, so yeah, I will. I will work in the in the office for that day. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but everything mm. is good. Mm, yeah.
0: all right so this is yeah um all right yeah let's pray first before we get into this father we thank you for today thank you for waking us up uh, this beautiful sunday morning thank you for being with us lord thank you for allowing us to fellowship today and just come together and and read your word and and discuss and ask questions and everything lord in jesus name lord i pray that um when this goes out to everyone, Lord, I pray that it touches their hearts and their minds, and I pray that they, um, you know, start thinking about your salvation and your glory and who you are as, um, as God in Jesus' name. Lord, I also want to pray um, that you saturate every word that I say and uh, every word that whoever else is preaching today says, Lord, Father God, and I pray that uh, it just touches our hearts as well. Thank you for everything you've done for us, and I pray that you pour your peace mm-hmm. in this world, this nation, and this city. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 All right. So, we're going to be reading Acts chapter 9 today. Um, so, if everyone to please turn to chapter 9. Um, real quick. And this is about Saul's conversion, Saul turning into Paul. It um, goes over uh, when Saul got uh, confronted on, on the road to Damascus, right? I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and. Yeah, this is just a story. And the second part of Acts chapter 9 actually goes over Aeneas and... Not Ananias, but Aeneas, who was the paralyzed man, and also uh, Dorcas, who was a woman who died but also got resurrected. Um, but essentially, um, like I said earlier, this is about uh, Saul's encounter with Jesus. And I feel like this book is the true definition of Romans 8.28, which says, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose Um, which is ironic because Saul the person who is being used in here who was later changed to Paul wrote the book of Romans he he wrote that exact verse um, and every other letter that was written to the churches as well which is Colossians Ephesians and, and whatnot. Um, And that last line, who have been called according to his purpose. And we'll see uh, later in verse 16 exactly what that means in in those words. Um, So let's go ahead and start with uh, verses 1 through 3. And that says, Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest, uh, he went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus, uh, so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, um, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. Um, okay. So Verses 1 through 3, Saul here has formulated his plan to go to Damascus and persecute you know, more Christians and try to kill them and, and so that he can stop the spread of the gospel. Um, but he thought he was very confident in his approach here, but as we'll see later, you'll see what Jesus does to him. But before we get to that point, I have a question for you guys. Um, Have you ever made a plan whether it was detailed or minuscule like you plan for your next day or you plan for your future or something like that Um, But have you ever made a plan, but God just intervened in that moment or intervened later on during your plan? Something like that I've had a time Like I I thought I meant to prepare for something and I thought I
4: had it down with that And it just falls up during the moment Mm that's happened several times I and mean, then like you can't control it. your mind just go blank and you can't think of night
0: yeah right. I see so like a presentation or something like
4: that There's stuff like that like yeah. what time I supposed to like read uh, like kind of like a poem that I wrote mm. about my recollection of what happened waking up in the bed and everything mm. and like seeing how my life changed. And while I was reading it, I thought I had it. I thought I could just read it, but when I was reading it, up on that stage, mm-hmm. I started shaking and controlling And mm-hmm. mm-hmm. teeth started shattering, you know, like I couldn't control nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's all the that emotion behind it. I thought, oh, okay. So that was my first time, like, really choking up, telling my story, I thought I got over it. There's still things inside that I haven't
6: addressed.
4: Uh, yeah. Were you able to no, God let me know that? Mm-hmm. I really am not past it like I think I am. I There's that. still things inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So he used that moment where you planned to read the poem in front of people to uh, show you that you're actually not fully healed from whatever you were going through. At that point. No,
4: I don't know. It's like a talent show thing. Talent, oh, talent So, yeah, and I had uh, 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 a song thing that I was doing, and then I had the, uh, like, the poem that I wrote. Mm-hmm. I tried, to, I tried to do both. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, first I was shaking, I, I controlled a bit during the poem, mm-hmm. and then when I tried to do my little music, my mind went blank. So mm-hmm. I didn't make the talent show here. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I was like, I want meat. Hmm. I want bread. Mm. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I was asking my question here. I went over what Acts 9 was going to be about. But my first initial question for verses 1 through 3 is, have you ever made a plan whether it was detailed as in the future or just a small thing like this is what I'm going to do today? Um, but God intervened and tried to make you go a different direction.
1: Yeah, well, it's all my life. There's too many. Uh, my life has always been like that. I plan my ways and then God does something else. Uh, yeah, so I just Just learned how to just leave it alone and just ask Him, what do you want next? <coughs> and sometimes He doesn't tell me. He just leads me the way. I find myself in places. So, yeah. I just learned how to surrender. So that's the only thing yeah. I can say about that.
6: Yeah,
5: mm-hmm. for me, like, um, my plan was to join a seminary school. That was way back, um, when I was, like, when I was middle school, mm-hmm. yearbook middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had, like, all of the qualification and I applied for it, but they didn't give me a chance. Mm-hmm. So I went to high school. My plan was still there, like, uh, after I done with high school, I go to the Seminar School. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, I applied, and did everything, but um, when we graduated, like, when I, I was done with high school, my country passed a law, like, everybody should go to the National Service, like, and uh, so, um, i couldn't go to the college before i go to the national service mm-hmm. so i applied both i applied to the like i applied for the college and applied for the seminar mm-hmm. but i went to the uh, national service so i get a chance to went to the seminary mm-hmm. but i wasn't there mm-hmm. i was in the military so that my plan was to go, but at first I didn't get chance. Mm-hmm. Second time I get chance, but I wasn't there. Didn't so that plan there. went. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you plan your ways, but mm-hmm. you don't know how God wants you to. Oh, right. yeah. yeah, 100%.
0: Always. God laughs at our plans. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me was, um, I was speaking about this, I think a couple of days ago, but the, my bachelor's degree uh, in computer science, initially that was what I was going to go for because I loved computers. I just wanted to code and just, you know, write programs and just... Ultimately, I wanted to graduate and become a software engineer because, funny enough, Philip was going to become a civil engineer and I'm just like, okay, let me just you know jump into something that has engineer in the name or something like that, but that was the wrong idea. Um, essentially, I figured out during my time in UNF trying to get that bachelor's degree is that I don't like coding, I don't like the math behind it, it's just so many things that stopped me from going forward to the point where I had to, you know, withdraw from one of my math classes that was a requirement to get into that. So then um, I switched to getting a bachelor's in IT and actually had a plan to become an IT consultant where you just run around the entire country, you get your flights paid for so that you help people, you know, help companies get their IT to a certain point. Um... So, I get to that point, I start my bachelor's degree in IT, and either it was God's plan or God's movement in my life, or it was my initial neglect on, you know, school and not wanting to, not really wanting to, but not being as disciplined in my classes. So, uh, that actually led me to, you know, getting not favorable grades. Therefore, I couldn't go into IT consultant and all that other stuff, so now I'm down here not i wouldn't say down here but now i'm here at a company you know doing it starting from that starting point right so that entire you know my plan my plans did not work out they never did but um let me see so then that also taught me to not really be, that's why I tell you guys, I don't really like to be as detailed in my plans or try to go as far into the future as possible. As well. Because, because <laughs> I, yeah, no, I swear, because every single, every single time I do, something changes or something comes up. So what I do is I do the foundation, right? I do what I want to do as the base, and then I ask God, okay, how can I achieve this? How do I get here? Mm-hmm. Um, if this is not what you want me to do what else should I do that you know is similar because I'm I'm also of a camp that I don't really make my own plans as like I don't have the idea God puts the idea in my head but then he wants me to come back to him and say okay you know try to rely on him to get to that goal mm-hmm. right? so yeah I
3: really relate to that uh, cause <clears throat> excuse me <That's> so <laughs> <laughs> because um there was one point in my college career where I literally had my graduation plan, like everything, all the classes I was taking each semester um, planned out to my graduation. And I know that's usually the standard, but like every time I did that, at least on my own, like something would always go wrong. Like either I um, had to withdraw from class or I just like got really anxious and then that would like, result in me like failing in class so it just i wouldn't say that well i don't know because sometimes god allows us to fail in certain areas to lead us to a new area amen so i love like that one with <laughs> with a b
1: girl you anointed know you just don't know that <laughs> um, <laughs>
3: so i feel like like organic chemistry was the toughest course for me like that is the one course I've never been able to retake and pass and um I just spent so much money and time like it's in retrospect I'm just like why didn't I just stop like after the second time I should have just stopped but I, I didn't um and I feel like maybe God allowed for me to go through that so that I could realize that you know Medicine, or going, because the whole point of why I had to take um, organic was for pre-med, medical Mm. school. Um, So maybe that wasn't really my calling. But then when I went to public health, I felt like more comfortable. I didn't feel as like stressed out, like having to worry about like taking physics and like all these other classes, and then worrying about the MCAT. Um, But with public health, like I still have to worry about the GRE. But at least it was like it was something I felt more passionate about. Like it, it had to do with healthcare, like the people side of healthcare, more than like the, the technical side, mm-hmm. because doctors of course work with people, mm-hmm. but like, I feel like some doctors, the, reason w- the reasons why like so many patients now don't trust their doctors is because they're so like, like they've just been gr- grilled through school, mm-hmm. so it's almost like they can't be as empathetic as they could have been, mm-hmm. so... I feel like I've just learned a lot of like empathy from being um a public health major and that has like also reignited my passion for like the medical field in a way because at one point I was just stressed out about everything just being a pre-med and like worrying about the MCAT worrying about what classes I'm taking like I (laughs) it was kind of crazy because I had three plans that I had like or three different um yeah, paths for myself, like, laid out, and now I've pretty much just put them all to scratch. So, yeah. Yeah, That's
0: cool. Um, That's good. That's good. I like that. Um, Okay, so we're going to read four through nine. Uh, So, he fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. The men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound, but did not see anyone. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he could not, or he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand to uh, into Damascus. For three days he was blind and did not eat or drink anything. Okay, so six through nine. That's the initial of Saul getting blinded while on his way to Damascus after encountering Jesus here. Um, So when God wants you to slow down or send you a message in some way, shape, or form, he definitely will, you know, using whatever obstacles that he wants. Um, And we see that here, that God stopped Saul from fulfilling his plan to persecute more people by taking away one of the most important things that he needs to execute such a plan, his vision. And mm-hmm. I think that works two ways, ways, right? It works in his vision as this is my vision for what I want to do. And his physical vision, he cannot see anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? So he can't even take himself to the place where he was going. Mm-hmm. Um, so my question here is, uh, and it might be similar to the first one, but has God ever put a roadblock in your way to stop you from doing something, I put stupid, I don't know <laughs> what, but to stop you from doing something dumb or to just stop you um, or just bring your focus back to him in some way, shape, or form. Has he put a roadblock there for you?
1: Me, yes. When I was about to get married, got in an accident um, that shocked, you know, me and the guy. And then it just made me realize that one, I was not ready for marriage, and two, the guy that I was about to marry was not ready for marriage, and then three. Uh, I realized that I wanted God's best like I kept on re- like in my head I kept on saying what if there is more more than this God that's what I kept on saying so at that moment God caused that to happen even though it was kind of like really hard to let go but it was the best decision because this is how I am I'm here now
6: hmm.
0: so, yeah. yeah, so me that one. yeah yeah roadblocks anyway I'm okay, I'm
3: A lot. <laughs> no, like, oh my God, it's okay. kind of hard to like bring up new ones because, like I said before, like yeah. I couldn't get past organic chemistry, mm. and that led me to to public health. Mm. And, like I just felt more at peace, and like I learned a lot about like empathy um, and whatnot, and like I'm really grateful for that because I think we need more people who are empathetic in mm. this world, mm-hmm. and uh, especially when it comes to like medical care. Uh, yeah.
4: <laughs> what well, well, I can say, like, I kind of got myself, like, wrapped up in, like, a forced, a forced, uh, relationship. A who? It's like a forced relationship, uh-huh. where, like, you talking to someone, and then, you know, y'all together, and they just don't give you space or nothing.
6: <laughs> <laughs> you
4: know what I'm saying, man? stuck with them and stuff going on that you question, and you gotta just deal with it because this person not don't want to let it go. And then the whole time you're like, I'm thinking like I'm headed towards marriage, and I really don't need to trust this person. You feel know? me? So it's like that, oh. like so the roadblock was the roadblock was really supposed to be like focused on school and focused on me and my health and everything then it's like you get so caught up in a whole other world like it, it didn't have anything to do with the original plan. Mm-hmm. So now you dealing with another person. So now your plan is our plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: you plans, your so plan is <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean. saying,
4: I mean, that's all good when you're ready for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's all good when you're ready for it. But if it's forced, yeah. that that that, that make me uncomfortable. I got to feel like this is what my heart wants. Mm-hmm. You can't enforce me to my little love. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people make that mistake. Mm-hmm. And then it's kinda of like you got a prison. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to get away from you anytime they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah remember in mind because i'm like
7: this is uh, i've always wanted uh, i've wanted to be an engineer and also be a pastor since i was young
1: and you're gonna be <laughs> <laughs> well, i guess that's
7: my point like oh <laughs> that's what i was thinking i'm like you know i've become what i've wanted to be and then <laughs> this now. Time. but i'm like wait a second is that wholly true? Um mm-hmm. and not so much because my whole desire, and I say mine because I, I don't know if when I consulted God or I just told God, like, this is what we're going to do, mm-hmm. uh, was um, to become a building designer, specifically, structures. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I remember applying and reaching out to specific, uh, uh, this this specific uh, guy. And I was willing to go to, like, North Carolina. Like, <laughs> like, I'm not kidding, to go to North Carolina and just started uh, at this new office that they were building because um, they were doing like amazing, <coughs> amazing work. He like showed us a video, um, but he had a base in Jacksonville and I, I was like, okay, I really want to stay in Jacksonville so that I can, you know, um, be close to my family and not have to like restart my entire life. But if I need to go to North Carolina, that's that's, that's fine. Um, I say I reached out specifically, instead of just like applying to a regular com- the regular, you know, their company, I reached out specifically to um the owners because he came and he is the one that gave the presentation and like
5: you know
7: yeah or no like uh it, i guess it was recruitment um but he just was showing like this is this is a possibility of what he does um so i yeah i my first job was like a honestly it was just like a a last resort kind of application because i was like you know sure like okay i want i really want these but you know, I'll apply for this one. And I got that one specifically, which was a roadway mm-hmm. uh, job. Um, when I lost that job <coughs> and was looking for a second one, um, I was wondering, like, you know, actually challenged, like, should I continue going down the engineering path? Um, and, you know, um, ask God, and he said, yeah. So he opened up this other job, which does more with uh, whole uh, earthwork, you know, Soils and stuff like that, and I sat I, most days, not most days. Some days I sit down and I'm like, wait a second. Thank All you. the things. So in school you could tailor, or you could be like, I want to be this specific type of engineer. And I I remember one either scoffing at the idea of designing roads or uh, designing anything that had to do with you know building you know, with soils and stuff like that, and being like, God, this is, this is the plan, right? This is the plan <laughs> is to build buildings and ultimately like. Yeah, Uh, and then when this became the detour, I realized I'm doing everything that I I did not want to do. (laughs) Everything that I I'm not kidding when I say that. Everything that I did not want to do, and uh, it it definitely is a humbling experience. But at the same time, um, you know uh, what it was. It was we're seeing for for, uh, what we're about to see for Saul. Like he couldn't have imagined what his life was going to turn into. Right to writing all of these letters and influencing our lives right now mm-hmm. and so <clears throat> that's how i'm seeing it. it's like god I, I really don't understand uh why the initial desire was not fulfilled but at the same time i am i'm mm-hmm. trusting mm-hmm. you because you, you brought me this far and i and i acknowledge that it, it wasn't my effort because i struggled even <laughs> in engineering. uh so i'm like you and i i remember asking those questions like are you sure you want me to do this woman's well, age eight, 18 yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, coming to that realization, being like, okay, these roadblocks—they're leading to something. Yeah, something that I may not something know. Something that, that you can't
1: see in yourself. Yeah, there's some things that we don't see in ourselves, oh, like that fears. Yeah, details. Cool.
7: These, yeah. These yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's amazing to think about it because, like, even now when I look at my life, I was like, everything that I ever planned—studying from being a nurse, yeah. a pharmacist—you know, going and changing. You know, degrees left from right. I changed, <laughs> mm-hmm. I changed degrees four times. Yeah. And then doing all that, and then just failing at everything. Mm. I am good at failing. Like, mm. I'm a master at failing at stuff. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And the funny thing about it is, like, even after my failures, you know, thinking about it, all that stuff has taught me how to endure. Like, just endurance and persecution. Because people, you know, sit over there and just laugh at you. Um, so I I just learned to endure it and just sit over there and say you know I trust my God enough like who's going to have the last laugh you know and that's the biggest thing because I was like God can promise you something at the same time it's like just to attain that thing you don't know like you don't know what's there like every step of the way you just know a little bit of whatever it is so at the same time it's all about being faith and being patient Mm -hmm. so for me you know, I'm always thinking God is delayed, <laughs> <laughs> God but they always say God's timing is the best. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's it's beautiful journey to fail and to get detours.
4: Yeah, God I like what on. you said about like people laugh people love to laugh at you. The minds like, I had like when I was in school, I felt like one class, and it's like it's a detour that caused me to be a little longer. You Not know, supposed to it. so it's on watching people graduate and all this. And we had a couple of these people that were laughing at me. They were there right there with me, you know, like, <laughs> 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 like how long you been? Like, you've been here right with me the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's like last laugh, uh graduating man. Yeah. But all the torment that you go through during the process like and now that I'm awoke I'm able to look at these things like I'm knowing this ain't nothing but the demon trying to mess with my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, rather than thinking, taking the personal like, why people are always messing with me you know? mm-hmm. and I'm looking at them like, I know what y'all doing. Mm-hmm. Like, And then it's like, you see a gang of people doing it and like, I'm just looking at them like, I feel like Jesus right now. <laughs> 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 so trying to you. We laugh. But you know, I, I, I reversed it, you know? Mm. You look at it, you, like they say, name a guy you take, uh, you, you know, like if you uh, take the name of God- In vain? You, yeah, like you take uh, scrutiny or like- Oh, persecution. A, yeah, persecution. Um, yeah, you, you should take joy. Mm-hmm, mm mm-hmm. 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 that's the, uh, true. Persecution. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I think for me my, my answer here is uh, the hospital visit I had in July when, you know, you know my health deteriorated and, and whatnot. Um, I didn't realise how severe it was until the doctors, you know, were like, Hey, you are, you know, dying, you need to get to the hospital as quickly as possible and like, go, I, I need to get up and pee right now. That <laughs> <laughs> was literally yeah, I had to go pee and he's like, You're not supposed to be standing up right now. I'm like, Okay because so, uh, <laughs> you don't feel like it right yeah, yeah I didn't I, I felt, see, I felt okay see that's how the
1: enemy always says that. the enemy will tell you otherwise that's why me it, 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 when my doctor told me that you're gonna die and I was looking at him I was like I, I don't see it yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know I guess death comes well, I don't know how death comes but who knows because when we imagine death we always imagine it like you're gonna die and you're sick and whatever but mm. yeah that's why I always refuse when somebody says anything
0: about death i would like nope no i didn't i didn't believe it yeah i was confident in getting out of there right mm-hmm. but i learned three things from that that roadblock that stopped in my life is that uh it definitely strengthened my relationship with god mm-hmm. it forced me to you know the, the, t- the four days that i spent in that hospital bed by myself because covid you can not have visitors and whatnot mm-hmm. so i had nobody in the room except whoever the nurses were they're coming in there you know coming and going but the rest of the time i was alone and i was alone with god i was alone with you know just praying and reading his word and figuring out the podcasting stuff and just trying to you know further his kingdom but uh second thing i learned was that it delivered me from a lot of things like bad habits and addictions that i had started because god was trying to tell me that hey you shouldn't You know I'm gonna put this in your life right now and I had to realize this afterwards as well Um, yeah he was trying to stop me from doing certain things I'm not gonna go into detail not comfortable with that yet but um, um, and the third thing it taught me was that it humbled me a lot because I had to rely on so many different people for things that seemed so simple right getting some water from downstairs I had to rely on these guys to get it from me or in the hospital, I dropped something on the ground. The chart literally says you cannot get up. And there's literally a bed alarm on the bed. So if I got up, the alarm rings, someone comes in. So <laughs> I had to call the nurse every time I needed something. So then that was just so many things, you know, had to bring me back down to earth. Like, yeah, I, pride. Not, yeah, pride. It's really a pride right? check, it's a heart check, 100%. Beer on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I
4: continue washing dishes and stuff, even though my. Elbow swole. Mm. I just couldn't swallow my pride. My brother felt like he get like, oh now you need I don't need to forget like, <laughs> 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 out of my face no.
0: <laughs> but yes, yeah. Um, roadblocks. Very helpful but very inconvenient. Um, all right, so moving on from ten to sixteen. In Damascus, there was a disciple named Ananias. The Lord called him in a vision. Called to him in a vision, and Ananias. Yes, Lord. He answered. The Lord told him, "Go to the house of Judas on Straight Street and ask for a man named Tarsus. Uh, Tarsus, or Tarsus. From Tarsus. Tarsus. Tarsus.
3: Tarsus.
0: Okay. Uh, named Saul. For he is praying. In a vision, he had seen a man named Ananias come and place his hands on him." to uh, restore his sight lord ananias answered i have heard many reports about this man and all the harm he has done to your holy people in jerusalem and he has come here with authority from the chief priests to arrest all who call on your name but the lord said to ananias go this man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name in the uh, to the gentiles and their kings and to the people of israel i will show him how much he must suffer for my name Um, i don't really have a question for this one i have more of a comment it's that i did struggle reading these parts um, because uh, when god finally decided to use saul to further his kingdom that's that's the part that's essentially what god was trying or jesus was trying to tell ananias to do he said, "Go." This man, I know how evil he is, but I need to show him how he must suffer for mm-hmm. me, for my glory. Um, and to hear that God would allow, and not really cause, but we have to separate the cause from the allow, right? Because mm-hmm. God allows things to happen in your life. He does not cause bad things to happen to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to learn that too. Uh, but just remember that everything good comes from God. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um and it, it, yeah, it struggled with me because it seems like God allows certain dictators or certain rulers to rule for longer than they really should. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Hitler and uh, Stalin and so many of these, you know, if you read Kings, as Philip King, loves Kings, you'll hear that there are dictators there who have done so much evil in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, and Philip and I had a conversation about why God allowed Hitler and Stalin to be so terrible, to kill so many millions. And then we get christians or non-christians we get asked why would a supposedly good god do such terrible things and allow such terrible things and st- stuff like that and it boils down to god wants to show his glory mm-hmm. and that's it and it might sound jealous or not jealous. it might sound uh what's the word crazy.
4: Selfish.
0: yeah it sounds selfish it sounds crazy it sounds all of that but that's not the case because um
4: no, it sounds like it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it, it doesn't
0: make sense, because, but, but then again, let's let's talk about how many people have positively been influenced by the letters to the churches that Paul, Saul, Paul, wrote Romans, Ephesians, Colossians, all of these. Uh, these are literal instructions on how to become a Christian and how to be Christ-like, right? Mm-hmm. And um, how much glory he has received from one man, this one man who has persecuted so many people. Um in, in the long run, right, and how many people have been saved because of Paul's letters and because of what Paul has done in the ministry, mm-hmm. um, and and yeah, that that's that's a lot. That's a lot of stuff that has happened, all because this man wouldn't stop, you know, being bad
4: essentially. <laughs> um, so Paul is all the same person? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. same <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, well,
7: um, I know like something I was realizing about <coughs> uh, the last century when we had Hitlerism and whatnot uh, as I was telling David it's for God's glory in the sense that you realize these dictators were operating without God and they were um, and the, the the ramifications of them not addressing God as Lord showed themselves in their actions and so um, the guy who actually prophesied that this was going to happen in the 20th century was um, uh, uh, Frederick Nietzsche um, he coined the term sorry he popularized the term "God is dead but he wasn't saying it in like a triumphant like yes God's dead he said that if, if God is really dead then this is the ramifications there's going to be um, uh, unbridled immoralism people will do whatever they want um, but then that also will translate into the bloodiest of, uh, of, of outcomes as well because people then are just going to really do whatever they want there's going to be uh, not necessarily anarchy but just what happened in that century and so I think ultimately that was what this past century was about it's like if you don't have God this is what's going to happen mm-hmm. and then God is ultimately receiving the glory because he's like you know, I am I am ultimate. I am supreme, and I am the ultimate good. By yourself, you will be led down to evil, and you cannot you cannot exist without me. <clears throat> and so, I even was telling you, like you know I think the the nations that are still evil like um, you know uh, Venezuela and Cuba and you know China and the way they treat their people um, is also still showing God's glory because it's just like you you don't. Again, if you do not have me, and you persist in choosing to eradicate me, which is what a lot of these people are doing, actually actively eradicating God out of everything, yeah. you will be left to desolation. You will be left to um, just um, um, brokenness, unless that's what you do. Mm-hmm. So with God, you can avoid all of that. <laughs> all of that. So, I also love how Ananias was telling God, that like, God,
3: this is yeah this reason <laughs> is not good exactly
7: <laughs> like why am I already yeah. helping exactly yeah exactly but again as we read it
3: tells you that we're all
1: judgmental <laughs> exactly so it tells us that you know and the other part is that It shows how, like you know, even God allowed Ananias to talk, to even ask. So because you know, you you see the merciful part of God in a relational kind of way, because you you look at that dynamic, it's like having a conversation. They are actually having conversations, Mm -hmm. like God, but what? And then you know, God is like, no, you know. So it's 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 very you know soothing to know that part like you can even actually ask that question but why that person? I think we do that all the time in our heads. Mm-hmm. Why that person? You know and then God goes like uh, you know be patient I think I can relate to that one because um, you know the jealous thing <laughs> my best friend so I can relate to that um, no matter how many times I say it but yeah I can relate to that you know you were like oh but why you know what about me you know mm-hmm. why that person so and that kind of thing it's not that God doesn't want us to have the things that we have but it's also a hard condition which is very interesting because like uh after god had put me in my transition of wanting to have so many follow, followers in a sense and then god had a me of the idea of wanting to um to be the face of everything right because in our minds we plan all this stuff so when i learned to surrender that's when everything started moving you know that's when i got my breakthrough so i was like huh but after that, at the end of the day, I was just like, okay, this is you, and this is your stuff, <clears throat> you know. Even though I wanted him to break my breakthrough on my other channel, my cooking channel. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's okay. So, um, you know, you know, I got my breakthrough, and I was just like, okay, yeah, but what about the other? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I'm still doing the same thing. We're, we're wicked. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. We're wicked people. We <laughs> sit over there and just tell God what to do. Mm.
0: Oh, um, all right, seventeen through twenty. Uh, then and Anani- then Ananias went to the house and entered it, placing his hands on Saul. He said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here, has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he could see again. He He got up and was baptized, and after taking some food, he regained his strength. Saul spent several days uh, with the disciples in Damascus. At once, he began to preach in the synagogues that Jesus is the Son of God. All right, so question.
6: Sorry.
0: All right, so question. Can you remember a time when you felt scales fall from your eyes? Or you had a revelation or you had a, a, a pretty significant realization or something like that yes I don't
6: remember. Oh, well.
7: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I remember that day it was it was not pretty <laughs> um, let's see it was um, when I went to the summer training program in Tennessee <clears throat> and the preacher at the front um, uh, one yeah one of the first preachers we had several uh, later on he asked that question you know what does god really want from you guys you know and for me it was like obedience and like you know just obey him do what he wants and i was pretty um knowledgeable on this front being like okay you know here's a list do this don't do this <clears throat> but when he he uh, <laughs> he opened up and said no god doesn't want obedience from me he wants you to trust him mm-hmm. and once you trust him, then you can obey him. Mm-hmm. But I never, like, I, I remember, like, struggling with that entire sentiment because um, I've been good at obeying God. In your you Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I've been good at it. It's like, it was, again, everything was listed out, just, you know, don't do this, do that, and stuff like that. But I realized, do I, you know, do I trust God? <laughs> like, ultimately, is that something that I can say that is part of me, part of my being more. And uh, when my eyes, when that was revealed to me that, no, this is actually not what is is true of me, um, it was actually more freeing. (laughs) It was one of those moments where you're sitting there like you think, oh, my world shattered, but God is able to rebuild, just like uh, Paul over here, God was able to rebuild him into this new uh, person then like immediately goes out and starts preaching the truth and starts actually living out what is true um in in, uh, in his own life so yeah
4: good you got something
1: well mine was um i think my um i, I would say it's dimensional in a sense mm-hmm. the more i seek god the more truth i get to live out and the more um well, it's a slowly, like, it's a surrender. When I surrender this area, another key comes out, another revelation comes out and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, one of my biggest ones was um, self-deliverance. Um, self-deliverance, because I never knew there was such things as self-deliverance. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever I started praying, um, when I started praying, I started throwing up a lot. And, you know, and I knew that I was getting delivered from something. Mm-hmm. Um And then I felt like something left my face in a sense. Mm -hmm. Mm. I was reading the word of God and I just felt like something just left and I knew I got delivered from whatever was blinding me because I couldn't understand the word of God. Like I had a hard time understanding the word of God. I never understood that. I would read it, but I would never have like passion. I would never have like understanding to it, like nothing. Mm -hmm. So whenever I kept on praying, the more I prayed, the more things started leaving, the more clarity I started having and the more, um, you know, the more I heard from God. So and I knew at that moment that, you know, I was being delivered from whatever demonic oppression, whatever the enemy has said before me and stuff like that. So it was pretty it was kind of scary because um, Philip was there. Like every time I stopped praying and I'll just start throwing up. It was just the weirdest thing ever. But, you know, and I started searching, I was like, why am I throwing up? I'm not sick you know. But I didn't know that I was getting delivered <laughs> So, yeah, and I'll poop, too. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. <laughs> so, yeah. So, if you guys get to that dimension, just know that, you know, either you're just going to be in dreams and stuff like that. So, it's everywhere. In your dream, in uh, the physical reality. So, everything just happens and you mm-hmm. know you get delivered. Mm-hmm. You don't even get a stomachache or anything like that. It's just you feel kind of nauseated. And then you're like, uh Because all the food that you have done ate in the dreams, mm-hmm. so they're coming out, yeah. mm-hmm.
0: Um, For me, it was the, uh, I guess mine is, okay, so mine is money, right? Money is the root of all, the love of money is the root of all evil. But for me, I just could not, uh, whenever I came to this house and, you know, graduating college, I had a job in college and I didn't have that many bills or responsibilities to pay, so I had more, uh, you know,
6: I guess money.
0: Money. I had money, right. (laughs) So essentially I, when I came to this house, I I had to now give that up, right? I had to, okay, I have responsibilities now. I have to understand that this money is actually not even mine. The money that I work, you know, eight hours a day, five days a week for is not mine. And Mm -hmm. when I start to realize that it actually helps because First and it's funny because the, the sermon for 11:22 uh, this week is about tithes, mm-hmm. tithing 10% and, and all that stuff. So I watched it this morning and it helped me with this. Um, but I have to remember that the money is God first. It's first Gods mm-hmm. actually. So you take the 10% off the top and now I honestly I just do it without even thinking. I'm like, okay, I need to learn to live on 90% of what I actually earn. Mm-hmm. right So that's automatic now. Um, and then next, it goes to bills and responsibilities of this household or whatever um, else I have outside of it. And then whatever is left of that money needs to go, it needs to have purpose. Mm-hmm. It cannot just sit there, it cannot just n- look nice and pretty in my bank account. No, it needs to go to something that actually matters. Um, so that scale, those scales had to be removed from my eyes to be less selfish and to think future thinking and to think group. Uh, Household thinking and and, you know, be the man of the house type thing, Mm -hmm. which leads me to say that because I learned this one fact, it's that now when I get married, I'm fully, uh, mostly, I mostly, (laughs) mostly (laughs) mentally and heartfully prepared to be responsible for everything. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: Yeah, and not be selfish. Um, I'm honestly also prepared whenever my wife, whenever I meet her and whatnot, and we get married, I'm prepared to take on whatever debt that she has as well. And we're going to sit there and pay it off together. I'm going to take on whatever bills that she has. We're going to pay for those monthly, whatever. Um, And yeah, and don't get me wrong. I still have those heart checks where like, oh yeah, I see the money leave my bank account, but then it comes, it brings me back, right? It brings me back to uh, being financially uh, faithful in God, essentially. money. Yeah. Yeah, I can't rely on the money because that's just those are numbers on the screen that mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, Joby said something great. He was saying if you can learn to live on mm-hmm. you know ten percent less of your income, then you're telling God that you actually trust Him with, uh, 90, you know, the ninety percent and then whatnot. So
4: mm-hmm. yeah, the thing is, it's like, if you can't give giving to God, what you giving it to? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you you're right. like. Yeah. For instance, like me doing what I do, helping out, it's like you're doing things with your life, and you're doing good things, positive things to keep the circulation. Cause you know everything that you put forth is gonna come back, yeah. either for better or worse. It's always gonna come back. Yeah. So it's like what are you putting out? But you yeah. like people that live in selfish. Like they do not know ain't got no kids. I'm just thinking, what are, what is everyone doing with their life? Mm-hmm. Are y'all making progress? Are y'all doing anything mm-hmm. beneficial for your future? Mm-hmm. Or are you just living in the moment, oh, I ain't got no kids. I and mean, you just waste everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have no guidance in your life. Mm-hmm. you just doing what your emotions tell you to do. Mm-hmm. And that ain't the right way to live, because emotions we really like we were talking about everything. It's always positive mm-hmm. before we got the knowledge of evil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you yeah, know, yeah, our emotions are trying to do what we want to do, but our bodies tell us to do. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That's true. Yeah, just catching on that. I think um, I think all of us have ha have, have had a heart check because I'm a um, I love nice stuff and. Uh, just realizing, and this is the same thing that I tell Philip, cause like after getting my job, of course, you know, thinking about it, um, you know, it wasn't hard to like give back the money and stuff into the, the whole system of, you know, all of us putting the money together. It wasn't that hard, but I think what, what hurt my feelings was um, when Philip went like, oh, I calculate your money and this is how much you should put into, you know, the whole thing. He wanted me to have some, Right, and I told him I was like, no, it's not fair because you always put everything, um, you know. I was like, you always put everything in, in the whole thing, and I said, no. Why, right? Does it give me that, you know? I'm the one who's giving little, like I I'm I'm only making little, and then you want me to save some. To me, I my heart aches because I'm like you're so selfless, I and mean, it just warms my heart. Mm-hmm. And I pray that God blesses you with a, a thousandfold, you know, mm-hmm. so. And he shall bless you indeed. So it's very interesting. Like, it, we have heart issues and stuff like that because we think about it. Because even me, when I think about it, I'm like, maybe I can just have $20. Just <laughs> 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 like, you know? oh. So when I think about it, it's like, no, I can just ask for it instead of trying to, like, keep $20. Because he did tell me I have a right to do it. But I was like, nah, I don't need it all the time.
0: <laughs> you were right last time. You're like, it's so easy, it's so easy to yeah. just. Take a little bit off the top, and then give the rest to fill Philip, unknowing to him. Mm-hmm. Right? So and it's very easy. Yeah, I have to think about that. Every time. <laughs> so like easy, but but <laughs> <laughs> <My> God, <laughs> God is
1: watching you. But, but yeah, He's watching. Yeah, <laughs> he always watches. <laughs> <laughs> we got <laughs> <nine hours. laughs> like, oh. yeah. that knowledge.
5: That's it. It's over. Yeah, that's why
1: sometimes whenever my my bills go down, like last time when my insurance went down, I was like. Yeah, my insurance right down. So I was like, do I get to keep the <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just being honest. He yeah, 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 like, places it them. Like, do I ask for all of it? It's not like he checks what I'm doing.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: doing oh.
2: <laughs> <Are you laughs> no, Now we, we got <laughs> to talk Jesus. <laughs> yeah, oh, right?
4: Right. <laughs> yeah. No, nah. we got got Jesus. I did the birthday party for. Kids last night, little girl had a ten dollar bill to walk around playing. With them. <laughs> hey, you need to put that up so you don't lose <laughs> it. And then she get trying to hand it to me. I'm like, go get the then She ran off. She didn't want to get to the mom. But my whole point I was talking to my cousin about is like rebellious kids. You. You trying to avoid your mama so much you almost gave it to a stranger. That's
6: like when
2: you go buy somebody you money,
6: you go buy them
2: like something and then you're like, Oh man, let me just <laughs> and you over calculate. Oh yeah. Hey oh we just talking my heart kid. Yeah. Well
4: <laughs> then you know you're like, uh oh, uh. <laughs> you can't yeah, do it, it. Like, it's not nice. You just have yeah. to
2: yeah. Yeah. I always feel about that, like
1: you know, it reminds me of the time that we went to Top Golf. You know, when we, tried, we stole those glasses, and I was like, I'm not seeing these. Cause you think about it, like everything comes back. Like you might think that you're you're doing a good thing by yourself, but one of the things is like last time the Holy Spirit reminded me he's like I see everything. So even if the other person does not know, you know, God yeah. knows. Mm-hmm.
4: You no, know, well, I knew system. better than take that team. Mm-hmm. Like, That's you know, it enough. looked so easy. <laughs> you trying to on it way bigger later on. Like, why true. is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you think about them, $10, and you like, man.
1: <laughs> 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 you yeah. know, But it's so many times, though. Why do we get tempted with money? Like, money is an issue. Like, it's so many times. Like, even today when I got paid, you know, I was going to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> you have in your mind that you want to like, get. You do. I don't even need the thing. I'm telling you, you, you don't, don't even need nothing. it. I
4: know no, honestly, you don't get a big desire. Yeah, but I just want it. Nah, it's but everybody like, got, got that exception of being able to look at your account you and yeah. see all that. Oh, yeah. Cause all, the that you see, all you see is like bills. <laughs> like, this is
2: just the deal.
4: Deduction, deduction, deduction. God
1: is I'm teaching,
4: I'm a teaching a lot. lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a lot. Unless you learn how to calculate your <laughs> bills, the agent's looking at the money coming all right, I already know this is going right now. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> this is going to this, I know. Yeah.
2: Before you've been like,
1: yeah,
4: be like, this <laughs>
1: <laughs>
6: okay. like no, a yeah, pig. No, I was
1: just laughing at the the way Pastor Jovi said it. So much. Remember when he was making everybody raise their hands? So much? How many people over here think, uh, what is it, that you're married to a spender? Yeah. Oh. like are you a spender and I said I thought to myself I'm like I am a spender though but I'm also a saver mm-hmm. so I'm in between yeah. so I didn't raise my hand because so I was like I'm, I'm in between I, I should use my head. Mm-hmm. but if you met me back then
4: mm-hmm.
1: I mean I still saved, but I still spend I think I'm still the same way yeah, like the, the same you way
4: get in, you're like, okay I got more leeway I can, yeah I can but I think this time I'm more
1: relaxed like mm-hmm. this time I'm, I understand the value of things more I still understand, I I still understood it by myself, but now it's like a corporate thing. Does it make sense? At first it was kind of like you were by yourself. So you were leaving, leaving however you wanted, right? Mm -hmm. And you did whatever you wanted. Then the second time is like, there's people. And I I, I see the understanding of God. God is like, you know, when you get married, this is what's gonna happen. You have to put everything on the table. Like literally, you have to put everything on the table. Mm -hmm. There's no if, vats or whatever. And that is the instruction that. God was um, showing me intimately, like, this is what happens. This is a hard issue, actually. Because all of us want to sit over there and just be like, you know, but, you know, the other person doesn't know exactly what's going on. Because, you know, my paycheck does fluctuate. So I can just do this and do that. Uh, so, you know. And, yeah. So, and then you sit over there and you, like, reason with yourself. But, you know, because you have the spirit of God in you, there's no way. Mm-hmm. I feel so bad. Like, no matter how many times. And I'm like, God, when is my season to have a surplus? That's what I told him. I was like, I just want a stop less. Like. You know, I just want just a little bit
4: more. whatever happened to the cup overflowing? Huh? Whatever happened to the cup overflowing? Overfilled the mm-hmm. cup. Oh, yeah, overfill, yeah. yeah. Everybody, overflow? Want that, everybody want that cup to be spilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My my cup is
1: gonna overflow. I don't care.
4: It's gonna overflow somehow. sooner or later. Yes. It better overflow. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> it better overflow. Oh well, yeah, but that that scales on the eyes thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my realization was when I kind of lost it for a minute because it's like so many things be put on my shoulder and it's like when I, I went in the way I did, people was actually hurt. It's like I'm, I'm the glue because I'm, I'm always there for so many people. It's mm-hmm. like I seen everybody was hurt and everybody was just separated for that the rest of that day. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm like, dang, so I really mean that much me holding my stability it mean yeah. that much. If I just do what everybody else do, it's different. Because mm-hmm. they never will reliable, mm-hmm. So nobody really looks towards them, but mm-hmm. you ask yourself out that question, that everything will fall. Mm-hmm. Because so many people rely on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
6: Awesome.
4: But that's part of being a man. Oh, yeah, man. Okay, so uh, 21 through
0: 27 here. All those who have heard him were astonished and asked, "Isn't this the man? Isn't he the man who raised uh, havoc in Jerusalem among those who call on his on this name? And hasn't he come here to take them as prisoners to the chief priests?" Yet Saul grew more and more powerful and baffled the Jew- and baffled the Jews living in Damascus by proving that Jesus is the Messiah. After many days had gone by, there there was a conspiracy among the Jews to kill him, but Saul learned of their plan. Day and night, they kept close watch on the city gates in order to kill him, but his followers took him by night and lowered him into a basket, in a basket, through an uh, opening in the wall. When he came to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him not believing that he really was a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles. He told them how Saul on his journey had seen the Lord and that the Lord had spoken to him and how in Damascus he had preached fearlessly in the name of Jesus. All right, so I have a heart check question here. Mm. So even other fellow Christians didn't believe that Saul truly was converted right they still thought that he was an evil man they still thought that he was there to kill and they thought honestly i think they thought that he was like a trojan horse mm. as if they were, he was trying to join the group so that he could, you know undercover. infiltrate yeah be undercover or something like that so um mm. and they were right rightfully so because they heard so much about him and how much he's actually done to to hurt the christians uh but we obviously we shouldn't judge others based on what their past has brought them you know mm. yeah um, especially if we see, like we can physically see the positive change that he's been, uh, that Saul has been doing in, in the kingdom there. But my question is have you ever felt isolated, outcast, pushed away by your own fellow Christian brothers and sisters?
6: Yeah. You, that's, not even a qu- that's not even an answer. <laughs> <Every question. laughs> I
1: mean, that's not even a question. All the time. Not even every, all the time, every time, every day. Because I I think it's a level it's a different level of dimension, and sometimes I feel it with you guys. So I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. So I think it's a um it's a dimensional thing, because um just like Antifa was explaining to me, everybody has different levels of faith mm-hmm. and how you know they believe in God. So it is a sad thing to know because God calls us to be in unity. Actually, um. But at the same time, people believe God for their conveniences and also for for the lack of uh, like Kambusa was telling, telling me, because we're talking about um, the relationship with Christ. I love how she mentioned it to to me and explained to me. Kambusa, can you explain again <laughs> what the relationship to, to Christ is like? she explained it so good.
3: Go ahead. <laughs> I'm spot. I know, so quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Your relationship with God is, it's just that, like, you and God, it's kind of like a marriage. It's you and another person. Mm -hmm. You don't, like, you wouldn't expect someone to come in and, like, say stuff about your marriage or your relationship. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's just, it's you and God. Like, it's hard for, like, I can't try and evaluate Rachel's relationship with God or, like, Henry's relationship with God or, like, Naomi's relationship with God. Like, that's for them and god to um to talk about and to be in i guess like i would never try and, and go into someone else's relationship with god
0: there is a line though yeah yeah
1: mm-hmm. the, well yeah mm-hmm. i
0: understand that Okay.
1: Yeah. so yeah there is a line yes because um god has called us to correct rebuke and teach true. Sure. so yeah there is that line but what she intimately said was like there's a level of understanding that nobody can actually understand. That's why the Bible says that God sees all secret things. So therefore, um, if truly, truly, truly your relationship is in Christ, the Bible says that you shall know them by the fruit. Just like Paul over here, we see that you know, as he you know, uh, he got what did he say? Something about positive, like he preached everywhere, and then he.
3: Oh, I remember what I said. It's kind of like there's a certain level of intimacy. There. Yeah that like someone else can't they can't have it's just different yeah Yeah, they they can't understand
1: so and that's the way it is so therefore and then you know to others some things feel like a fairy tale i think that's the reason why god has called marriage a minute a mystery and a ministry because um there's a mystery behind that relationship when um god in ephesians chapter five when he talks about marriage he tells us that you know um you know husbands love your wives as christ loved the church so there's a reason why, you know, God has that dimensional understanding for us. Because even Paul at the end says, it's a mystery. When he finishes talking, he says, it's a mystery. Nobody can understand. Like, I, you know, I, f- I forgot what part he says that at the end, I think. Mm-hmm. And he explains that. So in that kind of thing, you know, I think um, one of the biggest things that I'm really kind of excited about is to dive into that m- mystery of ministry. Um, that relationship was just hidden in Christ, and I think that's what marriage uh, is supposed to be like—that like something hidden in Christ. And that is why we're called the Bride of Christ because we are married to Jesus Christ, and we are the brides. Um, and um, I remember because I do have a sermon that's coming out too. It's coming from the the, the virgins, the the ten virgins, mm-hmm. the foolish ones, and then the right ones. So that part you know i sat with the holy spirit and asked him about you know what the light meant like the oil in the light so um the oil in light was the holy spirit actually because they didn't have the holy spirit those other people and you can't share that relationship because remember it's like no we can't give you because if we give you then we're gonna you know run out of this oil so we can't give you the oil so and then they were like go get your own like Go get your own relationship with Christ. So that was like a really a nice revelation in that kind of sense when I added hers and then I added that in that moment to understand that it is it is our own. It's your own. So but there's also teaching, understanding the truth of God, yes. So
0: yeah. Hundred percent. Oh I forgot what I was. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, fellow Christians, have they pushed you away, outcast you in any way, shape, or form?
1: Yeah. Me, people stop talking to me, too. Hmm. Yeah. At the old church. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they stopped talking to me. That was very interesting. Like, people don't tell you the truth. They just stop talking to you. Hmm. Then you know that they're talking about you. Hmm. people have always talked about me. I've always wondered. I think this is why I always had that, um, the it's the same residue that I still have. It's that, that dimensional of of like, when I'm around women, it's like women get intimidated so easily Mm -hmm. to the point where like if I'm around women or like married women, there's always that friction that happens. And I'm just like, what the heck is going on? And I don't have to say anything, but I can discern it. And it's like that. So you have that awkwardness that always happens. And I'm just like, what is this? And it's the same thing that I used to feel when I was younger, like in my younger years. So I'm, I always ask the host women, like, what is this? But it's just discerning of spirits. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. So I'm discerning somebody's heart. So therefore it's frictioning myself mm-hmm. and that basically happens. But I do have, I've had experiences where people are actually very secure in themselves and there's so much freedom that, you know, when you ha- hang around those women, they're, they, they're comfortable with you. You can feel that dimension. You know? mm-hmm. Now I've seen women who are very jealous and they always, you know, when you just walk up, it's like something else. And that happened to me at work because somebody told me something very vulgar about me. And I just didn't know that. But I was like, you just have a lustful mind. That's all. I didn't know that about my, like, I didn't know about myself. Because I'm not very conscious about myself or anything like that. Neither do I have low self-esteem, by the way. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just not conscious of myself, in a sense. So that was very interesting to understand. Because I asked the question. I was like, why am I feeling this way? And somebody was able to answer me. And I was just like, okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. so i've always had um a hard time with women
0: um for me it was always the youth groups at uh, church because yeah. i just never could like i just never felt like i belonged and that was two reasons why though um i'm introverted mm-hmm. so i'm not type b personality very reserved no, so i wasn't introverted really huh? oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly um but essentially, I just never like had that confidence to go up to someone or to go up to them and to try to make friends or something like that. But that was back in the day. Um, I feel like I've grown more comfortable now. Um, but back then, it just didn't feel, you know, I didn't have the confidence. It was also uh, because the people in that church were also very clicky. Mm-hmm. They also had their own groups, and they just did not want anyone else to join them. Mm-hmm. They were, you know... They already had established relationships and everything mm-hmm. they were either siblings or friends or whatever from school but they they would just not allow um so much so that even the youth pastor himself was like no no more groups we can't have this here um i don't know if anything changed at that point but yeah nothing ever changed <laughs> i don't think it changed yet <laughs> the people themselves they have to change oh yeah, yeah,
3: yeah no, you yeah. can't yeah. change unless you acknowledge that
4: you That's have an issue Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why i want to speak on like some churches i don't i don't been to churches where like they welcome you know like they embrace you when you know everybody not gonna be like that. there's a couple of elders i wonder if he say just like they just off your look yeah. and they ain't waiting for anything just oh yeah and wait. they
6: assume
1: oh my gosh and then they try to like like you know how you sit around in the like if you go like you go to some church and then they try to push you to go give your life to Christ yeah. and I'm
3: like
5: um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm like does my face look like it doesn't it doesn't yeah, have Christ like, yeah. to you,
6: you and I was like this is so no
1: I know that's what I'm saying or anything else I used to wonder like all the time they'd be like go get raise your hand I'm like raise my hands like what
4: <laughs>
1: hey,
4: I ain't alive <laughs> <laughs> no, you're going out there. I'm no, you already going to say Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And they're so proud of you. <laughs> they make you feel like you got to do that. Yeah, so, they make you feel guilty. They, now they're looking at you, oh, he rejected you. Yeah,
1: he and then, oh, my gosh. Now now they're gonna look religious, at you. religious people. <laughs> 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 they
4: don't believe very religious.
1: Yeah. Especially grandma's church. They used to look. they are like, when they, it's about anybody, like, you know, when you try to give your life to Christ mm-hmm. or when you have to go pray, you <laughs> go, <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody has to
4: stand up stand up and you're like, you don't, like like, don't want to go. I'm like, ah. So they do. Baby, like, hey, when, when people stand oh, up. Oh, yeah! Then so you ask another question when really you stand up. Now, how many of you were forced to stand up? That's <laughs> they <laughs> need sure. to do, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Now, how many of you actually want to go? Because it's worth the time, really. If, yeah. if a person's going up there and they're not into it, it's really a waste of time. Yeah. You can't oh, force somebody.
6: That's
1: true. Oh, I got persecuted um, by this girl in Saint Stephen. She used to bully me all the time. She was like, "Hey, church girl," all the time. I'm like, "We're in church." And then, like, she would make fun of me when I finished praying. And then one time, she cursed at me. She's like, "You little la la You think that all that? I was like, "Look at these demons!" Like, she just started yelling, yelling
3: at me. So projecting.
1: Yeah. Mm. She started yelling at me the whole time. I didn't get it. Like. Because like I used to get picked to pray. I mean forced to pray. That's basically what it was. Uh, you know, but I didn't understand why it chose me all the time to pray. Like I had other talents. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
1: I was like, I have other talents. I can read, I can speak. Yeah. Like, like, why would you want me to, you know, pray all the time? But it's very yeah. interesting though.
4: You know it a lot of people don't want to do it though. Yeah. To pray. Talking to front of a lot of people. I never wanted
1: to either, but like, you know, it's like. Yeah,
4: if you're good at it, then they're gonna get you.
1: Yeah, especially since Steven.
6: (laughs) Every time. I've
4: seen people freeze up. You know what I mean? They start crying and stuff. Like, everybody ain't meant for that. It takes a lot.
3: Yeah. Public Mm -hmm. speaking is not for real. Mm -hmm. I guess it's hard to, like, at least for me when it comes to praying out loud, like, even in front of you guys. It's just hard because, like, I, I start to overthink it like I'll just overthink what I'm going to say, what I'm going to pray about and really it shouldn't be that hard because like I'm just talking to God and mm-hmm. it's really just me like you know, talking to God even if it's in front of others mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I like, guess it's just hard to like kind of remember to remember that in the moment
4: I then not know why she's talking tone so so much <laughs> of to, you know,
6: you, um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's called contagiousness, because like whenever you are surrounded in the presence of God, mm-hmm. there's an eruption that happens. The Bible says, "Where two or more gather, there I am in the midst." Mm-hmm. So you always believe that God is in. I always believe that God is in the midst. If everybody's closing their eyes and praying, mm-hmm. I always receive the Holy Spirit for Him to like you know come and move. Mm-hmm. So yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Um, all right so I'm going to finish up here. To
6: mm-hmm.
0: So starting with what is it 28 28 to 31 so Saul stayed with them and moved about freely in Jerusalem speaking boldly in the name of the Lord he talked and debated with the Hellenistic Jews but they tried to kill him and just for context the Hellenistic Jews were the Jews who adopted the Greek language and culture so they weren't really part of the messianic you know they didn't believe in Jesus as the uh, messiah mm-hmm. Um, and when the believers learned of this, they took him down to Caesarea and sent him off to Tar- Tarsus. When uh, Then the church throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria jo- enjoyed a time of peace and was strengthened, living in the fear of the Lord and encouraged by the Holy Spirit. It increased in numbers. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, uh, so that's Saul's story. Um, if you guys have any questions, comments, anything,
3: I think it's just a good reminder about how God can take someone who's so wicked and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, turn them around and, like, to, to, uh, what's the word? To use, to use him, yeah, yeah, to, like, <laughs> use him in his will. Mm-hmm. Like, God is good, he's, he's pure and holy, but then, like, he used a murderer, like, Saul, mm-hmm. um, and to Paul, mm-hmm. so, but. It's just like a good reminder of that. Like God can be even in the most, like He can take something that's so broken, dark, and abused, and turn it into something like light, light mm-hmm. and good and, and pure. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nice. And no. Uh,
0: in conclusion, <laughs> 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 exactly it. Um, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Four verses thirty-two through the end mm-hmm. about Aeneas and Dorcas. Mm-hmm. I really didn't have anything about it, like to to say about it. Uh, And what I usually do is, I every single day, you know, in my morning, I just read and I highlight, and whatever the Holy Spirit says I should ask about or talk about is there, but I just couldn't find it. Okay. So we
1: we are still going to read it, and we are going to uh, look at it because I do, uh, yeah. Yeah. We yeah. are going to just read it, because I, I, I love this. Mm-hmm. Um, Deuce, we are going to do yours next week with somebody else. Is that okay? Huh? Okay. Because we don't want to, like, oversuppose everything. Because
3: it's already 18 o'clock. It's Eight, 6. Oh, you use your <laughs>
6: phone. <time. laughs> <laughs> I was like, 18. Correct. <laughs> I we sorry.
5: Uh,
0: yeah. yeah, sorry about
1: that. It gives you more time to prepare. Yeah, I
4: was hoping to do Huh? I was hoping we did not Because like the way you yeah. did Break <laughs> it down in the middle like that. Instead of trying to dissect it It's a whole. Like mm-hmm. you know, I'm learning. Mm-hmm. That's, good, that's good. That's
1: good. So we're going to finish the whole thing. Um, I'm going to read the whole thing. You know, just to end it. Where am I? Mm-hmm.
6: Thirty-two. Okay.
1: As Peter traveled about the country, he went to visit the Lord's people who lived in Lida. There he found a man named Ananias who was paralyzed and had been bedridden for eight years. Ananias Peter said to him, "Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and roar up your mat." Immediately Ananias got up. All those who lived in Lydda and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. In Joppa there was a disciple named Tabitha. In Greek her name was Dorcas. She always she was always doing good and helping the poor. About that time, she became sick and died, and her body was washed up and placed in an upstairs room. Upstairs room. Lida, Lida was near Japa. So when the disciples heard that Peter was in Lida, they sent two men to him and urged him, "Please come at once." Peter went with them, and when he arrived, he was taken upstairs to the room. All the windows. All the windows stood around him, all the widows stood around him, crying and showing him the robes and others clothing other clothing that Dorcas had made while she was still with them. Peter sent them all out of the room. Then he got on his knees and prayed. Turning turning towards the dead dead woman, he said, Tell her that get up. She opened her eyes and seeing Peter, she sat up. He took her by the hand and helped her to her feet. Then he called for the believers, especially the widows, and presented her to them alive. This became known over Joppa, and many people believed in the Lord. Peter stayed in Joppa for some time with a tenor named Simon. 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 So, actually, you got something? One (laughs) thing.
0: was one thing it was uh, acts 9:34 mm-hmm. uh, where it says Aeneas said to Peter said uh, Aeneas, Peter said to him Jesus Christ heals you get up and roll your mat immediately Aeneas got up mm-hmm. um, that took me to Jesus's uh, Matthew, chapter 9, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it, Matthew? Is. Matthew chapter 9 verse one through seven I'm just going to read it where's Matthew the first book Matthew chapter 9 verse 1. And that was, Jesus forgives and heals a paralyzed man. Mm -hmm. Jesus stepped into a boat, crossed over, and came uh, to his own town. Some men brought to him a paralyzed man lying on a mat. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the man, Take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. At this, some of the teachers of the law said to themselves, This this fellow is blaspheming. Knowing their thoughts, Jesus said, Why do you entertain such evil thoughts in your hearts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up and walk? But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the paralyzed man, "Get up and take your mat and go home." Then the man got up and went home. Uh, yeah. And for that one, I believe um, yeah, I wrote a note about it. So going back. Going back. So for that one here, my um, comment is that there's a contrast between um, when Peter said to him that Jesus Christ heals you and get up and roll your mat, um, to where Jesus was trying to show the people that he has authority to both forgive sins and heal physical ailments. Mm-hmm. But here in Acts, Peter only has the authority to heal, but with the name of Jesus as well. Because I'm saying Jesus Christ heals you, get up. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, that, that, yeah, there's. So well,
5: go for
7: it. Okay. Well, go ahead. Yep. No, no, no. These these both miracles are two miracles that you know mimic what Jesus did. Um, I found the other one uh, in Mark uh, five thirty five. While Jesus was still speaking, some people came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader. Your daughter is dead, they said. Uh, why bother the teacher anymore? Uh, overhearing what they had, what they said, Jesus told him, "Don't be afraid; just believe." He did not let anyone follow him except Peter, James, and John, uh, the brother of James. <clears throat> when they came to the home of the synagogue leader, Jesus saw a commotion with people crying and wailing loudly. He went in and said to them, "Why all this commotion and wailing?" The child is not dead but asleep but they laughed at him after he put them all out he took the child's father and mother and the disciples who, who were with him and went in where the child was he took her by the hand and said to her talitha kum, which means little girl i say to you get up immediately the girl stood up and began to walk around she was 12 years old at this they were completely astonished he gave strict orders not to let anyone know about this and told them to give her something to eat so like Mm -hmm. he peter was in that room Mm -hmm. um and with tamatha you know they had little widows who were showing him like she basically they were trying to say she deserves to (laughs) to come back to life Mm -hmm. uh and then he's like okay everyone leave And then he basically, yeah, mimicked what
6: Jesus did. So on both of them, I see.
7: Yeah.
1: So uh, my conclusion for this story is that, like, I love how um, when it comes to like all the miracles, all the miracles shows that, like, you know, some people come to believe because of signs and wonders, Mm -hmm. which is fine because that's what God does. Because we hear stories where, you know, a lot of Muslim people uh, get a visit from Jesus, you know they see a sign of Jesus, so they get a visit from Jesus, Mm -hmm. so then they they change their life to Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, others, it's just by looking at somebody else's life and then, you know, suddenly they change. Um, And then the other main point that I liked about Doka's life is that, how many of you can somebody cry for and say, we need that person to be alive? Mm -hmm. I think that happened to Grandma. Mm that was a darkest moment because, um, you know, even though it was kind of like that, it was kind of like a petition, like, no, it's not time yet. Like yeah. we needed more time. It was a heart check because because um, a lot of us, just like I was saying that a lot of us, you know, we were like seeing, even though I did warn a lot of people, cause I've been singing about this for a long time. Mm-hmm. So it was a heart check to see like, you know when somebody leaves you never see them again okay it's mm-hmm. after eternity and that's it so it was really like a, it was kind of like a dimension where you are like I didn't want to see it happen I said no I break. No, like, pray. I prayed
3: a lot yeah <laughs> it was kind of like I was like
1: every time I try to like think about anything I was like I'm not gonna allow any negative thing I said Lord your word says this and I said this is what I told God I was like you give us some time and I was like for all my grandparents that died Neither did I know how to pray everything was a surprise, you know We just woke up and they were dead and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like this time it was a transition And I said like, I have my lips I have my mouth and I'm gonna stay over here and I'm gonna worship you until you give me peace about this thing mm-hmm. so like whenever um, I Think you texted Rachel whenever Rachel texted I was at work and then I remember seeing them there like I was at work and then I was just so nervous like when I saw the text message I was just like so nervous. You don't understand. Like I was just like l- like if you had some confusion, I'm looking at the person and I'm like, um, what do I do? Do I tell them <laughs> 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 Do I tell money to leave or what do I say So I sat over there and I was just like Huh? Whenever, like last time we were like she had a mini, she wouldn't respond the oh, second time. Yeah. When she had another stroke. And I got so nervous. I'm like I was like, No God I was like I refuse. I sat over there and I was like confused. So my boss is like, um, are you okay? It's like it's my grandmother, so I'm like trying to figure. I'm like, what they do in the situation? Like I just looked so confused, right? So I just sat over there. I'm like, um, so my boss was like, uh, you can go because I was about to cry. Like I just sat over there. And I was about to cry, and I'm just like, I normally don't show my tears, but I just didn't know how to think. So as I was driving coming over here, and my first thing was. I am going to stay over there and I'm going to pray in my room and I'm not going to move until you answer me. And the Holy Spirit answered me immediately. <laughs> it was so funny. He answered me immediately. He was like, your grandma's going to be okay. That's what he told me. And I was just like, oh, okay. My tears didn't come out. If I cried, for me, when I cried, I means it's danger. Because that's it. I didn't cry. Like, the second time, I did not cry. Because it's like, you prayed already. That's what he told me. Like, you prayed, it's going to be fine. I already answered. it, And I was just like, ugh. <laughs> you know it was like the most and then i you know i was talking to teacher, and i'm like why is she crying so and then i thought about it so that day i didn't even pray i didn't pray i just said thank you god and that was it mm-hmm. from that moment you know i was in the bathroom and the whole street told me she's gonna be fine and I thought that was like if i'm gonna hurt like everybody was talking i was like nah she's gonna be fine
6: because
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> i knew it like even if i try to explain to people like this is you know some people kind of they have different like faith is on your own you know, some people have different anxiety levels. Like even though I was saying, and I was like, Ugh. so I just looked alone and kept it to myself and kept going. Mm-hmm. okay like, So I'm you, fine. you
0: told your boss, but like you just said it's my grandma, I and mean, you let you go.
1: I was like, my grandma had a mini stroke, so I said, because <sighs> at that time, and she's like, and she's like, you can go. Because I was confused. Like you know how you try to like, like my so mind couldn't think. Yeah, you. Like I, I couldn't comprehend. Yeah. Shop. So good good I was shop. like. can't be happening so I'm like trying to touch stuff and I'm like do I go here and I'm just (laughs) it's just like are you okay she's like you can go home that's fine and then yeah and after that like when I got because I was like really worried and then and I was like I was like no I need to say goodbye I don't care what you say God I like need to say goodbye something and then the host just stopped me in my room he's like she's gonna be fine and I was like okay I was like no time
4: come on thank you Jesus so yeah
1: that's good. More time.
4: Mm-hmm. Long, grandkids, yeah. big grandkids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that crazy how y'all just had like a close, like, the death experience with y'all family. Because, mm-hmm. like, when my sister just, like, gave birth to my new nephew, mm-hmm. they were saying, like, he wasn't breathing. Mm-hmm. And, like, me and my sister kind of were on bad terms. So, what I did, I prayed that God would, would get her to forgive me. Mm-hmm even though I'm mad cause I was mad because how much pressure she was putting on me mm-hmm. at the same time she pregnant. Mm-hmm. So if I'm stressing her out, that's when my guilty conscience started kicking in. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I'm getting mad and I'm stressing her out all the time she has a baby and stuff. Mm-hmm. Even though I mean, her and them, uh, the fathers, maybe, they're going through it already, but mm-hmm. I don't want to be an addition An addition to it. Yeah, you know, so i pray yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's good. It's a boy? Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah, yeah. she,
1: she got two boys. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing to realize that. Like, you know, I refused, and the reason why I refused because I felt like that was the enemy. In you know, an attack because I was like at first yeah I get it and the second time I was like this is just the devil I knew I was like yo they were playing with everybody's mindset. She was about to
0: leave right yeah and then all of a sudden yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Is that
1: yeah. Now, But I'm glad it happened at the hospital because yeah yeah because yeah, that was a blessing in you know it was a blessing in disguise. So even the was like yeah was like, I'm happy it happened here. Yeah because yeah I'm ha- I was happy too because I was looking at her and I'm like I'm glad you know it happened so I was like. God, I thank you I don't know For me I know sometimes when I think about like death I'm always talking about it's okay but I do understand that it's even in my situation like I don't think you know my mom always tells me all the time she was like I don't know what I would do if, if you know if I die first like if her mm-hmm. daughter died first and stuff she's always like no I'm gonna go first <laughs> be like down because I'm like no I'm gonna go so in that kind of sense because I have that for me I'm okay because I know where I'm going. It's a delight and a joy mm-hmm. to actually think about like to think that I'm gonna be with Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And I take delight with heart like with, with my heart and you know, mind, body and soul. But for others they wouldn't comprehend that. Like they wouldn't. But I wouldn't wanna suffer like if I were to die, I just wanna close my eyes. <laughs> I don't wanna be in pain. <laughs> yeah. I don't wanna be in vain. So, um but I do know that God has a you know purpose, the mm-hmm. 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 bigger plan for my life.
2: i that. A lot of like dementia like patients and stuff like that. The one thing that a lot of them like remember is Jesus. They'll remember Jesus. They might be like in their own like mind. their yeah. minds, but they always remember Jesus. Yeah. There's this one who was a pastor, and he, he's always. And you can know blessed. <laughs> <laughs> he's like in the church and he'd be like da da,
1: da, da da. Like he knows that. But he always remembers Jesus. That's God. That's one thing you can never forget the so Lord. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, this has been I think Grandma's been the highlight of anything. Mm-hmm. Like just understand. Grandma is so cute. She's adorable. <laughs> She's the most adorable little thing ever. I'm like, look at
0: you. She told me I, she told me I should shave my beard because I look Muslim. <laughs> she, keeps, she keeps saying That's it. what you are Yeah, saying. every time I go over, she's like, ooh, David. I'm like, it's just like that. It's exactly like it.
6: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So that tells you a lot about a person. You know, it's when you are loved like that, like somebody will. Like a lot of people, you've added so much value to somebody's life and just such a delight, like being a delight to somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, being that person. Because there's there's a verse in the Bible that I always colorate to. Like when a a wicked person dies, people rejoice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They rejoice. But when a righteous person dies, people cry. Mm -hmm. They cry. And that's the true thing. So for you guys, you know, the question is. Are you gonna be missed, or are you going to be people are gonna get excited when you go? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean. hey, bye bye. <laughs> and
4: then You're it happened for my, it
1: happened to my granddaddy. I'm not gonna lie to you. It happened to my granddaddy. As much as we like to joke about this, my, that's what happened to my granddaddy. He was that kind of person that people would not miss him because of his character. Does understand? So mm-hmm. he, it was that it was it is what it is. But at the same time, you know, it's so sad to yeah. even know that, like. People are not going to miss you because of your behavior and the way you were, um, you know, you're, you're just not kind, you know, and yeah, Mm -hmm. I felt so bad, but at the same time, I never had that relationship for me to, I wouldn't say that I didn't care. I cared in a sense of like, that's my mom's father. And then also that he, because of him, I exist, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and that's who God chose. So. In that kind of ownership, I was, you know, grateful for that. But at the same time, you know, I was just like, not that I, I rejoiced either or. No, I did not rejoice. I wish you had more no chance for us to build a relationship. Mm-hmm. Do I regret anything? I do not. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have any, like, like, any regrets or anything like that. I do not. Um, I just feel so bad. And my prayer is, I pray that that prayer that I prayed with him, you know, in his deathbed by himself. The only thing I felt bad was like he died by himself with nobody around him. So, and it tells you a lot. God does not honor such things. You can even tell until to the end of your death that God does not honor your life because you did not honor him. So in that kind of thing, you know, God celebrates. People who honor God will be celebrated even to the point of death. That's how, you know, your life will be reverenced. You know, in that honoring, And you might not see it but you know, God honors, and it says so in Ecclesiastes. So it's always to live a life of kindness mm-hmm. so people can honor you when you die. an
4: impact. Yeah. You gotta live an impact on as many people as you can. mm mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Live love. I mean, my granddaddy was a giver, you know, but with conditions.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he you mind <laughs> so. oh, was God. a giver <laughs> with conditions. I was <laughs> uh,
4: all right you know we're
1: going to need 3% tax <laughs> 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 yeah. and then my my <laughs> other
6: granddaddy
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah. grandpa here? yeah, grandpa here, with somebody, that that man I even told God, I was like, I want me and man that's going to be like my granddaddy mm-hmm. like,
3: ah when you learn about what he went through you're just like, wow yeah,
1: mm-hmm. a man of God He's he great. was a man, meek man he was like a meek nice Nice smile too. <laughs> With his little teeth <laughs> <laughs> I miss him. Oh, I used to love my granddaddy. Mm-hmm. And he loved me too. I was his favorite grandchild. Yes, I can brag about that. <laughs> <laughs> he
7: told you. <me> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I just was Oh um. you just
7: assumed.
1: You guys can assume what you want to I was the habit because I was the first born granddaughter. Come on. I <laughs> used to sit. We used to read the
7: it was mm-hmm. all known. Oh, I'm, Even not when I was I, little. I'm also not saying like I'm a, you know I was you know I'm there. I'm just saying like I you. you what saying. Yeah.
1: I mean, I was named after his mother. What you talking
7: about? Oh really? Yeah. Oh, Duh. Mom? Oh, oh yes. yeah. I literally. We yeah. do I never. Oh, you know
1: what? That's yeah. how I knew that I was loved. Come on. <laughs> I was his mother. That's why. Wow. Yeah. I was his mother, the same behavior they told me, I was like that, like the mother, so I was like, okay, like, you see, they give you the name, that girl, to your behavior too, so David.
0: that's why, uh... yeah, I've been named after everyone,
4: uh-huh. <laughs> there you go. that name, uh-huh. that name's so t- that sounds too, <laughs> that. It was- I got a brother named David, my older brother, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. my dad had name David,
0: Nice.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> oh, crazy. we got like four
0: davids oh, at my job it's confusing we have two david s's um i'm one and he is the other so then it's like oh you, you have to specify like, david i can't even say quick because no one can pronounce my last name so it's
3: I try to work it into them. Like, I'll be patient with them, obviously, but I'll be like, you know, it's kambuza And they'll be like, oh, do you have a middle name? And I'm like, no, I just go by kombuza. So. Ooh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't what? Go by N'changu. What is your name? Oh, I mean, if they don't know, oh, no, I mean, what? they
7: don't know, know
3: that What's your well, Yeah, if they don't know Kambooza.
2: I know. Your dad used to be like, it's not Kambooza. <laughs> no, like, like, oh, Kambooza. It's not It's Kambooza.
6: Yeah. Oh, you
2: can tell people that? Yeah! Yeah! yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even when I go down to the Kambooza. I used to treat you to the Kambooza. It used to get really on people's cases yeah. if they said yeah. yeah. They'd yeah, be exactly. like, no, it's not Kambooza, it's
4: Kambooza. It it's so crazy, man. I knew it was that. But I am patient with people because of the fact that. Yo, y'all, y'all, y'all only have an idea it. A good year, year I thought it was yeah. yeah. I mean, it makes <laughs> sense. It was, uh, no, not yeah, it's, it's one of those. It's pretty simple.
0: Okay, alright, let's close out. We're getting into something else um, so yeah that was a good that was a good study um, does anyone have any prayer requests or anything
3: uh, the week, um, for me I do have one hmm. uh, just my family like back in Michigan and also uh, my job applications that
6: I've been working
4: on okay oh. I to need like I pray that my dad can acknowledge God in this situation. Mm-hmm. Stop thinking he
0: can handle everything mm-hmm. on his own. Mm-hmm. It's humility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Okay. Anyone else? Alright. Um,
1: oh, okay. I need a fresh. refreshment. I need a fresh. I just need the Holy
6: Spirit
0: to refresh me, ignite me with a little power. Hmm. Okay. All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you for today. Thank you for allowing us to just come together again and to just um, fellowship with you, Lord Father God, and just read your Word, uh, read through it, understand it talk about it, discuss it, and then leave here with uh, with new knowledge and, and new understanding. Lord, thank you in Jesus' name. Lord, I also want to pray that as we depart, you be with us throughout our weeks, Lord Father God, throughout our jobs, our schooling, whatever it is that we are doing this week, Lord. I pray that your hand is in everything that we do in Jesus' name. Lord, I also pray that you let your will be done as you see fit as well, Lord Father God. Whatever plans that we may have in our minds, Lord Father God, I pray that we bring it to you so that you may evaluate it, but then again, Lord, your will always triumphs over everything anyway, in Jesus' name. Um, Lord, I also want to pray for our individual requests, Lord, I pray for Liambo, Lord, I pray that you would refresh her spirit and her mind and her soul, Lord Father God, allow her to to have a new perspective on life and a new perspective on everything, Lord Jesus Christ, and I just pray that you would um, give her excitement, joy in everything, Lord Father God, in Jesus' name. I also want to pray for Kambuza, Lord, as well. I also pray for her, um, her her, job find, Lord, Father God, her job search, Lord. I pray that you bless her um, her, her, cover letter and also her resume, Lord, Father God. I pray that um, whoever reads it, Lord, is just taken aback and just um, just allows her and gives her a chance, Lord, as, as you see fit. And just let your will be everywhere there in Jesus' name. Lord, I also pray for the Mughalas, Lord, in, in, um, in Michigan, Lord. I pray that you would be with each and every one of them. Uh, meet their needs, Lord Father God, but um, also I pray for their household, Lord Father God. I pray for um, peace and calmness in, in, in the house, Lord Father God. I pray against any spirits that may want to come in and divide and, and triumph over everything, but Lord, your power and your spirit is always going to triumph in Jesus' name. Lord, I also want to pray for Rachel, and um, uh, I pray that you would be with her this week as well, Lord Father God. I pray that you would protect her, Lord, and keep her focused, keep her um, safe, Lord Father God. Um, also pray that whatever needs that she has lord father god unspoken spoken whatever it is lord you hear her every single time lord in jesus name just meet her um halfway in jesus name lord also pray for henry lord father god thank you for um bringing him into our lives lord thank you for everything that he has added to us lord i pray that you bless him and allow him to to flourish in his job and in everything that he does in jesus name i also pray for philip lord i pray that you would uh, protect philip lord and um just be with him throughout this week as well. Allow him to get ahead in his work. Uh, allow him to, um, to, to show an impression to his bosses and, and to anyone else that is around him. And just be the one, uh, the, the light in that place that he works, Lord, and in everything that he does as well in Jesus' name. I also pray for Deuce, Lord Father God. I pray that you would be with him as well, Lord, um, in any struggles that he has and anything that he's going through, Lord Father God. Be with him, Lord. Um, I also want to thank you for uh, bringing him into our lives, Lord. Thank you for um, just, just the fellowship and the friendship that we have had with him so far, Lord. Thank you for that in Jesus' name. Um, Lord, I pray that you'd be with us throughout this week again, Lord. Um, and I thank you for everything that you've done for us. I pray you pour your peace in this world, this nation, and this city. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 One more time, remind me what your request was. Well, I had to
4: basically, like, try hey, Get my get your God father to awaken my dad and get him, mm-hmm. the light for
0: him. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. all right just real quick uh let's pray father i pray for deuce's father lord as well lord i just want to pray for his salvation lord jesus christ i pray that you would use deuce and any other means possible lord to to get his father to to you lord jesus christ and i just pray that you would um the same way that you used Saul, the same way that you used so many broken and defeated people, uh, that you could use his father to even glorify your kingdom and further it, Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, just thank you for, um, uh, for Deuce's father, for bringing him into this world, Lord Father God, for the plans that you have for both of them, Lord, in Jesus' name. and Just thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
6: Amen.